You're listening to Creative Pass with Contact, the podcast where we step off the beaten track to explore the ups and downs of being a creative. We're your hosts, Lara Chova and Sam Cole. And throughout this journey, people that inspire us will be letting us into their world to share their unique stories and experiences. Hey guys, welcome to our very first episode of Creative Paths. Today we are joined by Calvin Porzania. He is a director and photographer from the Netherlands, 26 years old, with a background in graphic design. Um, Calvin's got an impressive background of work. He's worked for brands like Nike, Valentino, and has done a lot of stuff with Rock Nation, Mustard, and Rihanna. Calvin, thank you for being here with us today. Hi guys, thanks for having me. It's really good to have you on board and uh, we're excited to get to know you a little bit better, delve into your your journey as a creative. So yeah, we're going to jump straight in. Laura's got some uh, questions to get us started, to get to know you a little bit better. Yes, yeah, so um, you're a mul- multidisciplinary artist, so we were just wondering, like, how did you establish yourself in these fields and what came first and how did you branch out? As a young kid, I was always drawing and I really like to express myself like that and around my 18th i started trying to digitalize these drawings and that's how i started learning about photoshop and illustrator and delved in more into like instagram and like the creative things that i saw on there just like a whole new scene yeah it was almost like a whole new era in a way and I started going to art school, but it wasn't really for me. So I dropped out after eight weeks when I was 21. And that's when I started like becoming full-time graphic designer. And basically I just started working hard and and, and flying to London often and and Paris and stuff. And eventually my work got picked up by, uh, as you said earlier, like Rock Nation and, uh, and DJ Mustard and Ella May. And um, six months after I dropped out of uh, art school, I was with Mustard on the Rihanna tour. Amazing. Wow. So I think something for me, as someone that's viewed your work, um, it's obviously crazy to see the transition into you just experimenting with your own work to then working with these big names. I think it'd be interesting to sort of see, like, how does developing those skills and experimenting with your own craft actually lead you to working with those people? Like how do those conversations start and how do you get into those those rooms and get started on those sort of projects? In the beginning, you don't really know what you're doing, but mm-hmm. I always go by this quote, which says like, you can find comfort in chaos if you know where you're headed in a way. For sure. And that's just like knowing that when you work hard for something, something's got to come out of it and you don't, don't expect like the biggest things to happen. Just work on your own style and, and the experimentation is, is very important to develop your own style and just start spreading your word, you know? And yeah, uh, eventually there's someone that's gonna be like, oh, that's nice. And he that person is gonna tell another person. And somehow my name came up in, in some of the rooms, you know? And sure. I never expected to to see some of my idols at age 21, you know, like I, I literally just quit my job and just quit school, you know? So I was like a baby still, you know, like I still feel like I'm in the beginning. I still feel like I'm just started, you know? So for me, it all went super fast after, after I had every day for my own art and just work hard and then things will come, but 
don't expect anything because it will Absolutely. it will happen at the right time. Absolutely, completely agree. So before when you're when you're sort of stepping into those conversations, so I imagine a lot of them probably started um, maybe like over Instagram or emails. What is the what is the sort of process from initial ideas to you actually you know either taking a flight somewhere or getting in the studio and actually starting to put those ideas together? Like what's what's like step one through three, let's say. So step one is making sure that you have like a good click with a with a person that you're collaborating with or a client. Mm. And step two is, I think when you're when the direction is the same for multiple people, you can literally create everything you want. So step two is basically filtering out the ideas that you want to collaborate on first. And I love to collaborate on with the same people on multiple projects. So I always uh, have like a big idea and I split them in like three or like five or whatever, like how many times we will collaborate. Mm -hmm. And so filtering ideas is very important. And then the last is, is the execution, you know, uh, but after the execution, there's there's still like what you do with all these visuals, like which ones do you choose? You know, yeah. like which one uh, is it done or do you want to edit it? Uh, is the color right? You know, like there's a lot of steps, but every step is, has, has its own thing. It's all fun, you know? Absolutely. I think um, Lau's next question sort of taps into that a bit more. Yes. Yeah, so um, when after leaving art school and becoming like, coming onto these large scale projects, what's the working dynamic like on them? It is all kind of a blur to be fairly honest, because yeah. like one, one day, one day I was sitting at home, uh, at, back then I was still uh, living with my mom. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, my, my phone rang at like 2.30 AM. And it was from, from uh, live from the studio from uh, LA. And it was like, it was basically a call saying like, okay, we want you to work with this artist and with this label and just see where everything goes. And from that, like instantly, like a click happened between me and Mustard. And then we started working on like a bunch of projects. And literally, I think two months later, I saw him for the first time in Amsterdam. And a week later, I flew with him to uh, to London. And um, we, uh, I, yeah, I saw like a full Wembley stadium, the full Amsterdam arena. I went to somewhere in, in, in Germany and we were just working in the basement. So Rihanna was performing and I was working in the basement on uh, Mustard's album cover, merchandise, yeah. um, website design, naming of the album even. Like there's this clip uh, on the documentary on Tidal where you can see us literally picking the songs like I was involved in like a lot of things and and that's what really um that was my school for for in a way you know and that was 2016 but I I I quickly realized that graphic design I really like graphic design and I have have admiration for graphic designers but I was always working with images so I never really learned to graphic design from scratch like how you see like folders and stuff what you see, you see that in London a lot on like billboards, you know, but Definitely, yeah. um, I always had to work with images and the images was very, the image was very key to what the final product was. But I, I had like this thing where photographers don't always think about the composition or like the color and like all of that combined. And I feel like there was a bit more to win in the photography side. So I started like also picking up 
photography. So as I was saying, like Wembley Stadium, 2016, mm. the day after I flew to Paris, so I didn't went to the after party. They asked me to go to the after party. I said, no, I have to fly to get oh, wow. Yeah. And I went to Paris Fashion Week and then I shot uh, a campaign there on the street, you know, for, for this upcoming brand. And then two days after I had to go back to Amsterdam to finish that shoot and also like uh, the merchandise and the album cover for Mustard. So it was, it was really, really fast. It, it yeah, all went really fast, but um, that was also because I was working in different time zones, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, it and everything from that moment it just was chaos you know yeah sure yeah it sounds like um which is i think this is something that people don't always realize that sometimes all it takes is that first in and then you know it's like that's like the spark that really kicks things off and i think what you've just touched on really speaks to that and i guess from from after that point you know the next uh five years between then and now what was the pace like did it change did it speed up was there points where it maybe stagnated a bit or i i'm like an ordinary person you know like i don't mm. i don't like to live above my level that i'm that i need to live yeah um and i was surrounded by people that were way more wealthy than me and mm. way more successful than me and meeting some of my idols at age 21 made sure that I'm not like starstruck when I see sure. someone mm -hmm. or speak to someone. So I'm quite like, like natural when, when I, when I speak to, to those people, cause we're like young and talented, but so that was, that was definitely a learning school. And what you said was true about like, you just need the first in, but I mm. quickly, after doing it for a year, I quickly realized that I wanted to be more involved in the whole creative um, process. Yeah. And I, I started combining my photography together with my graphic design background and was starting to create whole different images. And I just, I, I believed in that kind of art form for myself. And so I had to take a step back from working with music artists after like one and a half years to mm. actually pursue it with my photography career. And then you start at zero again, um, because people, tend to say like oh he just did that why is he doing this now so you need to right. always like like evolve you know you need to Absolutely. you need to make sure that people take you serious yeah and for sure. yeah i mean so in 2017 i was fully a photographer and i think it, it kicked off around 2018 that it, it was becoming better and then now we're here you know i just celebrated like five years of my independent business um Amazing. And super grateful that I'm able to do all of this. And yeah, yeah, that's that's how like my past transitioned in, into like my my present. And that's also where I'm trying to go in, in the future. Just trying to be like trying to make all of this fun, you know? For sure. I think you kind of um, you kind of touched on my on my next point there uh, when you said you know you took that back seat from the music industry a bit because I wondered sort of how some of those um, jobs with the bigger names, especially in the music industry, but also um, some of your clients within fashion, like how did those jobs inspire your personal work? And like, how did you bring anything that you learned on that into your personal style as you worked and developed and experimented? It's like, you just need to trust the process. You definitely learn that when you work hard and you work good, then mm -hmm. you get more work in return. 
that's definitely mm -hmm. what you can get from clients and also working on bigger scale projects. Like let's say I'm in the studio working with like Converse or like Nike, mm -hmm. or I did like Foot Locker, for example. On Foot Locker, I think we had 60 people on set. Wow. But when I do like a personal project, we, we maybe have six people. And I definitely learn how to be a specific person in the room because like all those 60 people are working for the images or the video. And I'm definitely like in charge of, of the visuals at the end of the day, which so like you, you learn how to deal with a lot of creatives on the same set and a lot of ideas, because when you're shooting, people always try this. Oh, maybe you should try that. Maybe you should try that. But I have like a certain style. So I think doing more client works and working on bigger projects builds up this portfolio where people look at and then they trust you. Absolutely. So the creative trust is definitely something that you learn from working on like bigger projects and, and the, how fast everything is going. Like sometimes you, you shoot something and you need to deliver it like next week, but I'm always working on loads of projects. So for example, I, I literally did like a deadline yesterday, but I'm working on nine projects this week. Mm -hmm. So everybody wants it fast, fast, fast. We're in like, this age you know like everything needs to be fast if it's something that we posted last week it's old you know mm -hmm. for sure for sure it sounds like um sort of scale and time are two things that you really learned you know through those those formative years and i think obviously last year those were two things that were really challenged the scale of projects you could do and the time that you could put into them and you know over lockdown you obviously gave a lot of time to smaller brands to help define their own identity from from your own home showing what was possible um i think for a lot of people in the creative industry like last year was super super tough and being able to find a source of inspiration or even think about putting a project together is really difficult so how did you yourself stay inspired and then also how did you come up with the idea to help these small brands and you know put put all those those projects you were doing together and get them out there at first we we were all pretty much in shock i think the whole world because it, it all went super fast mm. um because the in the same week that it broke out in netherlands i had uh, i had to fly four times and then i came back and that was the last time i, I had a flight it was like a year yeah. ago mm -hmm. almost and uh, at first it was difficult and everything is quiet but once everything is quiet I, I tend to zoom out and just see like just look all over my work that I did in in the past but also I'm working on in the present or what's releasing in the future and just try to see all of those together and see what's missing for sure you know I I, I just adapted to the situation and try to make the best out of it obviously I, I couldn't work on everything that I wanted to work on but we and myself just grateful that I was still able to do work, you know, like at the same time that we're growing at the same time that we go through things, we are also growing through things and mm. like uh, trial and error is the circulation of creation. So for me, I think once I broke the barrier of when I, where I was not able to get out my ideas back in the day, after that, it was all just fun and just going you know and this time i realized that okay i'm super grateful that i'm that my only challenge at this 
moment is a creative challenge. Like, how can I stay creative? How can I be myself, you know? So I feel very bad for, for all the businesses that are closing now or like people that like need to like quit what they're doing and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but just, just keep in mind, like um, there's always light at the end of the tunnel, but most of the times the tunnel is the most interesting journey, like the, the, the most interesting phase in your journey. And absolutely, yeah, I, I think for me, it was a step back from clients but a step forward with what I wanted to do. So I released my first solo project in April. So that was like a month after Corona broke out in in Europe. And that was entitled Escapism. And in a way, at that moment, it was also like an escape from what was happening around me. And that project showing for the first time what I really wanted to make myself from scratch that definitely changed uh, my life because when before uh, w- when it ended, yeah, and before we went to the second wave, mm-hmm. I saw like a big increase in like requests and just the size of projects, and I saw a lot of people, and everybody was so happy again to create. So I think, I, and I've seen definitely a lot of people increase their talent, you know, like Completely. what they what they what they make and stuff. So. I think at the same time, like as always, like something bad happens, but there's also some positive in it. Absolutely agree. Absolutely agree. I think um, you've definitely dropped some some really good gems, but we wanted to ask some specific questions that sort of look forward. Because I think, you know, we've we've looked at the beginning and sort of then reflected on the past year, sort of what that's done for you up until this point. So we wanted to just ask some questions that are looking a bit further ahead as we just look at tying this all up. Yes, yeah, so um, clearly you've already worked with like a number of your idols, but what would be your dream collaboration and why? I think my dream collaboration will be with Iris van Herpen, a uh, cool. so fashion um, designer from the Netherlands, but it's very technical. Mm-hmm. And I, I could see that living in the now because like sometimes you see furniture but also fashion designers that are so like they're so good at what they do like rick owens will always be rick owens and iris van herpen will always be iris van herpen and yeah 100 same for like rav simmons it's just Mm -hmm. always so good and i just want to work with those shapes and colors that she creates it's uh it's, it's really amazing yeah that would be so cool um so another question we have is what piece of advice would you offer for a younger version of yourself or young creatives at the moment? Just know that failure is not fatal, but it's the courage to continue that counts. So you just always need to keep going and trusting your process. And when you work hard, more opportunities will come. Thousand percent. Great, great advice. Um, so our last question, um, for you is what's one goal that you have set for yourself? More of like a personal goal to like balance out the work days with, with what I want to do outside Mm -hmm. of my work. So I've, I've been trying to do that since the end of last year, just turning off social media, social media sometimes and, um, going more into nature, 
just mm-hmm. letting letting it out like just let your ideas out you know and sometimes just take days off you know and sure. that definitely helps me uh with everything doing my daily stuff not being so tired but also keep myself motivated and inspired at the same time definitely really important right now especially 100 percent. for sure i not agree with that more well, really appreciate you taking out the time to talk to us. I think you've just shared some amazing advice for people and it was really interesting to hear some more about the behind the scenes of things that we don't necessarily mm-hmm. see. So I can't thank you enough for that. Thank you so much, guys. Appreciate it. So for everybody that's been tuned in today, you can keep up to date with everything that Calvin's up to on Instagram at Calvin Porzania. Uh, his website, same, calvinpozania.com, where you can view all of his best works, uh, clients, and learn a bit more about him. So chase that up. You can book from over 400 models from around the world and visit our blog backstage online at contact.xyz. To stay up to date with everything happening at Contact, follow us on Instagram at contact.xyz and contact.models. On TikTok at contact XYZ and Twitter at contact underscore XYZ.